0: today we are talking how to travel cheap because we're busy and we're on a budget and we want to see the world welcome ladies we are business classy as fuck the podcast about business travel and damn classy entrepreneurs like yourself yes entrepreneurs is a made-up word and business classy is a shitty pun but we're here to support you on that lonely path of world domination, either in the business world or literally across the world. I'm Annika,
1: an award-winning boudoir photographer based in Boston, owning femininity and self-love.
0: And I'm Linda, a perpetual nomad building a social media brand based on travel and world love welcome back entrepreneurs and today we're talking all about um some tips of how you can travel for cheap. Cheap is key. <laughs> <laughs> it really is because it's you know it's like we've got so much you know like you start your own business so you don't have consistent income and then we you know have to consider putting money into advertising into back into the business. So it's like I feel most of us are probably pretty kind of tight on cash, I would say. Yeah, no. And even if you're
1: making a good amount of money, I feel like the company always gets way more.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you always, like I said, you just have to reinvest it, don't you? Yeah. So it's like, if you want to treat yourself, you have to be smart about it. You do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're going to talk about some things that I've learned over the years on booking travel and how you can do that for cheap and... Yeah, just a little hints and tips on how you can travel a bit more maybe than you think you can. So one of the first things that I'll touch on, and this is probably the biggest one, and I could talk about this for ages, um, but I think the first thing that you have to consider if you want to travel and you don't want to spend like a billion dollars is flexibility and I mean like flexibility in everything like flexibility in your dates flexibility in location because if you have that and I feel like you know probably for most who are running their own business there is an element of flexibility to your schedule I would say I mean like I know you Annika you you know, you book shoots and stuff, but in the end, like, you are still kind of capable of saying, you know, when you want to go somewhere, or...
1: Yeah. No, I am able to make my own schedule. I mean, I do make it, like, far in advance, but I have flexibility up until that point.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, and that's, you know, because that's probably the biggest thing that I've found is, you know, if you're set, like, well, I have to leave on the 2nd and come back on the 10th, well, the flights might be you know, $100 cheaper a day later or a day earlier. So if you allow yourself just that bit of flex and you kind of use the um, most, um, most airlines or even like on Google, you can find like the flex date calendars where you can see like on what date it's the cheapest to fly in that month. Um, And, you know, you can kind of set your own schedule that way. And uh, make sure that you're getting the best value for what you're spending on these flights.
1: Yeah, and I think you touched on something important, too, with the flexible locations. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's been a lot of times where, you know, my boyfriend and I started planning a trip, and then we realized that the destination we want to go to was just so expensive at that time of year. So we always change, like, where we want to go then. Then we, you know, go down our list of places that we want to see and, you know,
0: bump another one up that we weren't planning on seeing just yet. And that's absolutely, like, that's how I do it as well, um, obviously. So it's like the thing that I do is I have a list of um, kind of like my top five choices of places I'd like to go. And then I just do a search for, you know, the time of year I'm planning on going and seeing which one is the cheapest to go at that point, you know, and... If the place I really wanted to go to is just not coming up as, you know, having some cheap flights, then, well, I'm going to have to wait a little bit for that one, and I'll check again next time I go to plan a trip. So it definitely makes a big, big difference um, if you can, you know, like just not have your heart set on one place, but you're okay with saying, okay, well, any of these places will be great. And then when you combine that with, you know, using like a low fare calendar, then you can get some really great deals. Yeah, that's true. And that kind of um, that brings me a little bit to my next point, which is um, thinking outside the box. And this is more for like the specifics of when you're looking for travel. But basically this is like, you know, well, what if I fly from a different airport? Or um, what if I fly into a different airport? And then maybe there's like a train connection or there's a bus I can take. And I know it sounds like it's gonna make it a lot more complicated, but you know, it's that thing, right? Like, it's about the journey, not the destination. (laughs) So, you know, if a two hour drive is gonna save you 200 bucks on a flight, sometimes I feel like that's completely worth it to me because, you know, I mean, a travel day is a travel day. And if I'm going to be traveling four hours or six hours, is isn't going to make a big deal, a big difference, you know. But saving that money might. And if you go at it with a good attitude, then, you know, you can definitely make the most of the journey you are much better about that than I am I just want to get there
1: (laughs) as quickly as possible (laughs) and with as few flights as possible
0: (laughs) I mean I totally agree with you on that in a way because like that's how I used to really like to fly is like we'll just get me there as quickly as possible and whatnot but it's like the more I've started to travel the more I go um, to different places I'm like well okay well here's a like I'm trying to get to London but I found a really cheap flight to Stockholm so okay well what if I you know spend a day in Stockholm and I can add that in and then I can like kind of take advantage of seeing somewhere else and just being a bit more flexible in that and if you find you know cheap accommodations and it comes out to be cheaper than the direct flight to London then why not you know
1: yeah like with good layovers like that I will do it but I'm not one of those people that can book a flight with like you know 10 different connections just to save money because I'll just be like no I'm going into the plane once it's gonna get me there (laughs) and that's it (laughs) and and I agree with you and that's a good
0: point is like you kind of have to draw the line right like you can't say okay well for another five dollars less I'm gonna have three stopovers and end up somewhere in Timbuktu for a month like you have to kind of just still see like what's practical you know like what's worth saving that money and it's like there I think there's there's a margin where you start going into okay well now that two dollars saved isn't you're not going to enjoy the journey anymore. Yeah,
1: because some of the flights that they offer nowadays have connections that are just like, what, where are they going with this?
0: Like, oh my gosh, I know, and I I don't know what it is, but I have to say, like, when I've booked travel throughout the U.S., like, the connections are horrific sometimes. Sometimes they're not even cheaper, and, I mean, I've had flights being offered with connections that had layovers of, like, 12 hours, and I'm like, that's not a layover. Like, you're asking me to spend a night in Houston is what you're doing, <laughs> Yeah, I've seen so many of those flights. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's to me that doesn't make a whole lot of sense cuz like I don't really travel a whole lot throughout the US mainly because it is so expensive, so I actually end up finding flights to like Europe for the same price as I would fly to like California. So That is yeah. so
1: true. Yeah, yeah, it's, so it's crazy
0: like, sometimes. Absolutely. And so then it's like, you know, I end up going to Europe because it's like, well, there I can get another like really cheap flight to get around and like if accommodations are cheap, then why would I do that? Versus, you know, spending a ton of money in like San Francisco, which is great, don't get me wrong. But you know, again, it's that whole thing. It's like the cost of that is gonna dictate where I go and the connections. Um I think that's what we were talking about. We kind of got <laughs> went on a tangent there. <laughs> but the connections I feel like in Europe but just there's a lot more options that you have and just a lot more sensical connections, I would say. Whereas I feel like sometimes here in the U.S. when I've looked for flights, like there are some nonsense connections. Yeah, that's true. Although
1: I have seen some of them in like other countries too, but I feel like Europe does sometimes make it a little easier but we are going off on a tangent. So let's go right into the next point <laughs> of um, when you are looking to book a shoot, just make sure
0: it's a shoot. shoot. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's been such a long day at work. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to sell your business again?
1: No, I'm really not. My brain is just melting.
0: So in uh, case you guys are wondering, Monica's a <laughs> photographer and she can take nice boudoir photos if you want to a <laughs> shoot with her.
1: Alright, let me try that again. Okay. So if you are looking to book a vacation, vacation <laughs> Um, Just keep in mind, too, the time of year that you're looking at the type of destination. Because there's definitely some places that you don't want to go to, you know, at certain times of the year. That there's really no point, you know, if it's high season, it's going to be super expensive. Just kind
0: of planning it around there always is a good idea, too. Yeah, definitely. And it's like... You know, you're going to be like that crazy person that goes to like, I don't know, the Arctic in the middle of December when everyone's like, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> but you know, if it's like not really seasoned, then you're going to find much cheaper accommodations or, you know, it's like going to a beach in the summer, like everyone's going to be heading there kind of thing. So that's definitely something to keep in mind. And again, I know it's tough because it's like, well that's what everyone is doing so that's what I want to do but if you kind of stray off that path of everyone else is going this way you're going to find a lot more opportunities and budget-friendly options for yourself
1: yeah and I think it makes it so much nicer too when you're not constantly like in a group of tourists just running around to all the same locations you know it's nice when those places are a little bit emptier
0: absolutely I completely agree that's I know, like, as you said that, I'm just, like, picturing, like, Rome in the summer, and I'm like, oh, (laughs) because I've done that before, and it's just so crowded, and you're like, wow, there's just so many people here right now, and, you know, sometimes if you go in the fall or whatnot, then a place like that's going to be a lot nicer, because it's not going to be as packed.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. It's funny sometimes when you're on vacation, and, like, you run into the same tourist groups at every location you go to, and you're like, I've seen you before. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yep, this is true <laughs> yeah the only thing that I've noticed like when I do like kind of the backpacking travel and I stay in hostels and I'm traveling by myself if you're going in like off-season time to certain places and you are hoping to like meet fellow travelers then it kind of goes against you because yeah maybe you got cheap ways to get there but now you're like one of three people at a hostel so you're not <laughs> going to meet those people then so that's just something to keep in mind like you know what is your purpose here so if you want to meet fellow travelers and you know you're doing the whole hostel thing and you want that social environment then yes definitely go with the times when all those people are going to be traveling like during the summer and stuff but, again, that's personal preference.
1: Or just be super friendly when you're one of three people at the
0: <laughs> like, Well, there's only three of us, so the three of us are going to be friends. <laughs> we don't have a lot of options. <laughs> Beggars can't be choosers, right? <laughs> right, and then, you know, there's um, another thing that's I, I'm finding is, I mean, it's difficult for me to do, but it is something that, you know, can really allow you to travel on a budget is a lot of these airlines now, these budget airlines, like your Norwegian, your Spirit, your EasyJet, you know, those kind of airlines offer really cheap base flights. I mean, that means that it includes nothing, right? Like you don't get a seat, um, you don't get a bag, you get nothing with that, um, except for like a personal item, I think, is usually what they allow depending on the airline, I mean, this varies, but I think the bottom, bottom one, you get like a personal item. And if you can fit it under the seat in front of you, it's free of charge. So say you got that ticket for really cheap and you can fit everything you wanna take with you in that personal item, then that is the best way to take advantage of those low fares. Because if you end up having to check a bag or if you end up having to get like a carry-on, I mean, you're looking at adding at least, you know, like, 80 to 150 dollars to your flight price already so those budget airline flights are totally worth it if you can travel with the bare minimum (laughs) which is hard it's really hard to do that i think because i mean a friend of mine she did it when we were traveling to guatemala and i was impressed because for me i mean like my camera bag alone is bigger than a personal item (laughs) so it's tough
1: I never look like a professional photographer when I'm traveling because I just stuff my camera wherever I find space in my bag and, like... Just put everything in so I can travel with, like, as few bags as possible.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how I love to travel, right? It's like, I hate checking a bag because I don't want to (laughs) wait. Like, when we get there, I really (laughs) don't want to hang around, wait for my bag. It just adds so much time. It's like, I'm here. I want to go out and, like, get to where I'm going. So it's not my favorite, but I've I've had to get used to it because, like, traveling with the camera gear and then, like, like I said, my camera bag is one thing in itself. So it's like, I keep having to check a bag and I'm not happy about it, so... When Ross travels with me, I'm like, you carry my things in <laughs> your carry-on. <laughs> uh, that's what makes traveling together worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's like you get to take two shirts because I need like three quarters of your bag. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's another thing that, um, you know, if you learn to travel light, and that's one of the other things that like I've really learned from travel too, is like you never need as much as you think you do. Like My rule when I pack is I put out all the things that I'd like to take, and then I cut it in half. Just, you have to be ruthless and cut it in half because you only need half of that. And even then, you're going to come back with stuff that you didn't wear.
1: I know. There's always some things that I gravitate towards on every trip, and I'll wear that for like three days in a row. And <laughs> like, I'm so gross. And then there's like clean clothes in my suitcase that I've never touched.
0: <laughs> exactly, because you're like, oh, okay, well, I can wear this again <laughs> and but like when you're at home you don't think about that because you completely have the luxury of doing laundry and stuff and like when you're on the road you don't so like the bar for i can wear this again gets a lot lower oh yeah no i'm nasty when i travel. (laughs) yeah but it's like we don't think about that when we're packing right so like you think you need those two pairs of pants when in reality you end up wearing one yeah something to remember is you are never gonna wear everything Yeah, so there's that. And then um, moving right along to the next point, don't forget that airlines have deals. You know, they'll have sales going on. So sign up to their newsletters um, if there's an airline that you prefer. Or there's, you know, things like, um, I think it's called Scott's Flights, where you pay like a dollar and then they send you like the best flight deals of the month or whatnot and You know, you can sign up for those and find some really cheap deals. And again, it's like if you're open-minded to destinations, that can definitely help you. If you're open to dates, you know, if an airline's having a sale in October, then hey, maybe take, you know, that trip in October instead of November that you were going to do kind of thing. So there's definitely always deals um, to be found with airlines. Signing up to those newsletters, even though I know we get so many, so many junk emails these days. (laughs) Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) It's hard. It's really hard. So I I try to be really picky on which ones I actually subscribe to. But, you know, it's definitely. And I mean, I'm on travel web or travel airline websites like on a daily basis because of my job. So it's like I tend to see them anyways. But, you know, for those of you who aren't, which is probably most, uh, (laughs) signing up to their newsletter is a good thing to do. I don't think I've signed up with any airline newsletter. Maybe this is why you spend a lot of money on flights.
1: <laughs> hey, now, no, I don't. <laughs> do you not? I mean, I'm I'm picky with my airlines and my seats. There are certain things I will not like give up. <laughs> but I, I do work. always check on like um, the notifications, and I always sign up too if I'm like planning a trip ahead of time to receive like the alerts on flights. Mm-hmm. so that the websites like kayak know what destination i have in mind and they can send me you know updates on when they think i should book and when the best price is so i do do that
0: but oh my gosh i've done that <laughs> and like i thought it was a pretty good price already so like i went ahead and bought it and then like three days later the price dropped by like 50 bucks and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> so close well, they
1: tell you when they think it's going to drop further. Did you not look at
0: that? No, of course I do. But it's like you know, they say, oh, "Okay, well, maybe in the next seven days." But then it like got to a price where I was like, "Okay, well, that's you know, I'm happy with that price." But I just didn't want to wait it out. Whatever, I got impatient. I know that's what you get for being impatient. It's not good. I know. See, I, I should have just been more flexible, and I wasn't. <laughs> so, yeah, is there anything else that you do, Anika, that you would say like is something to kind of keep in mind that we haven't really covered yet? I just, I don't know, I plan
1: out like I think right now I have like 15 different trip ideas planned and then again I just go down the list of like if one doesn't work right now one on the list will definitely work (laughs) and they're all places I want to see so I think that's like the best thing you can do is just
0: be flexible yeah
1: not have your heart set on one thing and just keep in mind that it is totally doable like you don't have to have a lot of money to travel the world most of the time the things depending on your location or destination the thing you'll spend the most money on is the airline ticket and then if you do the rest of your trip planning right you know everything else should be pretty okay
0: I know and we haven't really gotten into that yet either because I've got you know based um, on like tours and sightseeing and accommodation like I can talk on that for another probably 20 minutes Mm -hmm. Um, cuz that's another thing we can add but I um we'll we'll do a separate one on that. I'll just give so I'll just give a quick little tip for like accommodations. One thing that I always do to find like the cheapest and best option for myself is I use Airbnb, booking.com and Hostel World. And one disclaimer is if you've never stayed in a hostel, be aware that they have private rooms. So it's basically like a hotel room. You might just have a shared bathroom, but they're usually a lot cheaper per night, um, and they can be, and you also get the social environment. So don't discredit hostels. Those are the three sites that I usually look on, and what I do is I tend to, I lately I'm finding myself staying away from Airbnb, mainly because um, with their fees and the cleaning fees, Airbnb tends to be pricier than some of the other places that I've found. Um, but the good thing that you obviously have with an Airbnb is you have a kitchen usually, which is fantastic because that's another big money saving tip is when you can actually cook wherever you're going versus having to go out to eat all the time. But more on that another time. <laughs> but yeah, so basically I use those three and I kind of cross check and compare. And yeah, I, I'm, I'm gonna otherwise I'll just keep going on this and we're gonna end up having like an hour <laughs> long podcast. <laughs> I
1: don't know booking is my go to too, but. I agree with you on Airbnb. I, I personally am not too much of a fan of Airbnb.
0: Yeah, it's you know sometimes you find like a great deal, but I'm I find more often than not I can get cheaper, better locations elsewhere. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so there you go, and we will um, soon be putting up the the one about um, the accommodations, some more tips on that. But I hope you guys thought that maybe these tips were helpful and you know inspired you to go out there and travel a bit more because it really really isn't as impossible as it might sound as long as you keep an open mind you can get somewhere awesome and spend like a weekend or a week away and you know we always say it's good to step away as a lady boss because we need that time to just recenter and refocus oh yeah yeah we do
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is it and time for my for, line? It is it, time for, I'm waiting I, I'm waiting. Well, sometimes you say something else. All right, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> I fuck it up every time, every time. I know, time. I know. All right. <laughs>